Chapter 95 The Cassock Had you stepped on board the Pequod at a certain juncture of this post-mortemizing of the whale, and had you strolled forward nigh the windlass, pretty sure am I that you would have scanned with no small curiosity a very strange, enigmatical object which you would have seen there lying along lengthwise in the lee scuppers. Not the wondrous cistern in the whale's huge head, not the prodigy of his unhinged lower jaw, not the, the miracle of his symmetrical tail, none of these would so surprise you as half a glimpse of that unaccountable cone. Longer than a Kentuckian is tall, nigh a foot in diameter at the base, and jet black as Yojo, the ebony idol of Queequeg. And an idol indeed it is, or uh, rather in old times its likeness was. Such an idol as that found in the secret groves of Queen Macha in Judea, and for worshipping which King Asa her son did depose her, and destroyed the idol and burn it for an abomination at the brook Kedron, as darkly set forth in the fifteenth chapter of the first book of Kings. Look at the sailor called the Mincer, who now comes along and assisted by two allies, heavily backs the grandissimus, as the, the mariners call it, and with bowed shoulders staggers off with it as if he were a grenadier carrying a dead comrade from the field. Extending it upon the forecastle deck, he now proceeds cylindrically to remove its dark pelt, as an African hunter the pelt of a boa. This done, he turns the pelt inside out like a pantaloon leg, gives it a good stretching so as almost to double its diameter, and at last hangs it well spread in the rigging to dry. Ere long it's taken down, when removing some three feet of it toward the pointed extremity, and then cutting two slits for armholes at the other end, he lengthwise slips himself bodily into it. The mincer now stands before you invested in the full canonicals of his calling. Immemorial to all his order, this investiture alone will adequately protect him while employed in the peculiar functions of his office. That office consists in mincing the horse pieces of blubber for the pots, an operation which is conducted at a, a curious wooden horse planted endwise against the bulwarks and with a capacious tub beneath it into which the minced pieces drop fast as the sheets from a wrapped orator's desk. Arrayed in decent black, occupying a conspicuous pulpit, intent on Bible leaves, what a candidate for an archbishopric, what a lad for a pope, were this mincer. By the way, Bible leaves, Bible leaves. This is the invariable cry from the mates to the mincer. It enjoins him to be careful and cut his work into as thin slices as possible inasmuch as by so doing the business of boiling out of the oil is much accelerated and its uh, quantity considerably increased, besides perhaps in improving it in quality. By the way, you might be interested to know that that chapter, chapter 95, the cassock, was in certain publications in its early days banned. <laughs>